You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Podeskew is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Welcome everybody to the Podeskew Podcast. I am CJ and with me is my hetero life mate Rico. Hey guys. So uh, I apologize in advance. This is not going to be the happiest of episodes. But <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to let same... No, no, no. I mean, look, there there is going to be some humor in this, but it's more of like bittersweet, depressing, ironic humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... First things first, uh, my mom, Nancy, died. And I, I, I'm trying to be a little bit blunt about it in the sense that she wasn't, she didn't pass away. She was fucking stolen from me. And, you know, for, I've been talking about my mom for years, obviously, but I've been talking about my mom for years on Potescu and Get Vocal and, you know. Hell, I think she interrupted a few <laughs> yes she she's interrupted more than a, a few episodes as well as a few phone calls uh between you and me um <laughs> which unfortunately is the extent of your your uh interaction with her yeah i i don't know if you heard the new year's thing but i i mentioned that on yeah yeah no, i i i caught that and i i do appreciate uh you giving the moment of silence which is oh, yeah Super ironic, because it's Nancy. <laughs> yeah, but don't. Yeah, I hear you. So I mean, I I've I've made this joke to like you know close friends and family members who really knew Nancy. I'm like, she finally shut the fuck up. <laughs> like it's really awful, but like this is what it took for mom to take a moment of silence. So. All right, let's start at the beginning. Um, first off, like people have been asking how I'm doing. I'm not 
I mean, I'm, I'm dealing. I'm sort of handling this very head on. I'm not in denial. I'm sad. And uh, I'm still kind of in shock, but I'm still acknowledging it's happening. I don't want to say, you know, anything that'll trick myself. The, the exception with how I feel is uh, Maxwell. Uh, unintentionally, he, I don't blame him for this. This is just, a, you know, one of those brain fire early in the morning kind of situations. He called me from mom's cell phone. Ooh. Yeah. So, and for like a split second, everything was back to normal. And then I thought about it and yeah. I was like, motherfucker. <clears throat> Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and I, I answered the phone and I was just like, hello? Because, you know, I've been very adamant. I don't believe in an afterlife. But for like one second, I was three. And like I thought I was going to get my mom back for like a second. It, it, I, just, I don't know why. And I, I'm not trying to, to lighten, you know, or, or lessen what you're dealing with, obviously. But I'm suddenly taken at a moment when, um, oh, Christ, I can't remember which one of the movies it is. But Jay hears a voice and he looks up and he's like, Lord. And it's not, uh, it's like, it's. It's dogma. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So. No, 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 no. You're. I'm wrong. It's no, it's too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When. Oh, when. Um. What's her face is on the roof. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. When Becky's like, "Hey, hey, assholes," or whatever the, "Hey, morons," or whatever the fuck. She's, then they're like, "Lord." <laughs> it is kind of like that in in a in retrospect, but it's. So okay, at the beginning, um, I spent. Christmas Eve with Nancy and Maxwell and um, a couple of her friends with Stephanie and we had a great dinner and uh, my mom called me that day. She was like, any chance you want to come here early? And I'm like, I mean, I guess I can. She's like, because I would really appreciate it. I'm like, oh shit. All right. So we, I, that was like at one o'clock. So I'm like thinking, okay, early means like four, right? Mm. Because dinner is presumably like six thirty-seven. So I call her again, like maybe an hour later and I'm upstairs and dad had offered to give me, to give her uh, a bunch of apples and persimmons and pomegranates from the land. Mm. <clears throat> and so I called mom. I was like, Hey mom, uh, do you want any of these apples and pomegranates and all that shit from dad? And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I think you're on your way. I'm like, Jesus. Okay. She's like, if you want to come earlier than what we discussed about, I would really appreciate it. I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? So I grabbed a bunch of stuff. We got we got there. As soon as we walked in, mom said, hi, nice to see you. Merry Christmas. Get your ass in the kitchen right now. <laughs> and she put my ass to work, dude. Like, I, I had to, you know, do all the mashed potatoes, and I, I was her, you know, kitchen bitch boy. Her, her bitchin'. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's the, one of the last things I've done with my mom was, you know, because I've been cooking here and experimenting and getting better at cooking. She was like, all right, let's go to, we're going to put your fucking exper- expertise to the test, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you get in there, you make mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, so that's what I did. I even cut my finger. So I actually, it's fucked up. I have a scar from the last time I saw my mom. There you go. 
physical and emotional. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and we had a great dinner. Mom made prime rib, and it, like, and I I could only stomach one plate. It was so rich and so big, and 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 we had a lot of laughs. And and <laughs> CJ, like, this was like an ongoing argument between me and mom about the fact that she was starting a podcast. I remember. <laughs> Yeah, and that that came up like minutes before we left. I, I and... think I think when you first told me we were on air, and I was like, "What the fuck, Nancy?" Like I was obviously yeah. joking. I wasn't that upset about it, but it's like, no, I was kind of. I know well, you had a right to be. I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like making cracks of it. You know, it was just good fodder to give mm-hmm. her shit. You know, every son's supposed to kind of do that. Yeah, of course, yeah. And so, but I was like, I mean, her friends were around, so it's another audience for me. And I'm just <laughs> like, mom, like, not for fucking nothing, but like, you should have named it Pot Askew right. so you could fucking give me some money. <laughs> and, you know, a lot, a lot of laughter about that. And then here's the fucked up thing. She never listened to Pot Askew. The I bitch know. won the argument. Yeah. Like, she won. Like, I, I can't, like... <laughs> She like ended that conversation, and I there's nothing I can do about it. Look, we've had um, some people go to some extremes to not listen to the show, but dying's a little far, I think. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, right? <laughs> like, like you can love or hate us, but don't die because you don't want to listen, <laughs> right? I mean, come on. And you know, it was it was good banter. And she said this, like she's like, "Well, you know, you guys talk too much. If I want to listen to you guys talk about Marvel and cry, I'll just have a conversation with you, Rico." And I'm like, <laughs> and and then I said, like, "Well, mom, how long do you think a pod? How long do you think a podcast episode is typically?" And she's like, "I don't know, thirty minutes." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you could just listen to thirty minutes of Pod Askew, and then I'll leave you the fuck alone." She's like, "What is that? The intro?" <laughs> yeah, so. So, and sometimes I though she's not. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, mom had had some some wit. Do you know what that tells me? That tells me she listened. She didn't listen to the recording. She didn't listen to the thing that we put out on iTunes or wherever. She listened through yeah. the door. She just sat there and yeah. listened to the door when you were there. Or she would open the door and like offer me a milkshake and be like, "Oh, sorry," and I'm like, "No, shut the fuck up." <laughs> No, but I'm saying my point is that she stood outside that door more than you realized listening to us do this. So, so Christmas Eve, um, we, you know, we argued and then we we left because out here in California there's still a ten o'clock curfew. Well, you, in fact, you're really supposed to be shut in. You you said argued, and I'm I'm assuming you're referring to the listening to Potterskew. Yeah, you can't really. I mean, I. For the audience, at least, I want to stress, I think, anyway, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's more of a tongue-in-cheek argument. You weren't, like, arguing. Yeah. It was no, it was, it, it was, was teasing it, at worst, so... Yeah, it, yeah. it was an Abbott and Costello routine. Right, right. That, was, well, no, because you know, when you say arguing, and if people don't know... I know your relationship with Nancy. They don't, right. you know, so... <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I argued plenty with Nancy over the sure. years. I mean, but I'm saying about that topic... <laughs> About that, yeah. Christmas Eve was was a very good last time. You know, all things considered, it sure. was. And this is when it gets like you know, what they don't tell you when it comes to grieving a very close loved one, a mother or a father or or a brother or or a girlfriend, 
is that you focus so much on the last thing mm-hmm. and the missed opportunities. So Steph forgot her her purse that night. So mom came out the following day and you and I were get vocaling. <laughs> we're always doing I, something. <laughs> but I didn't see her. Yeah. And mom, you know, mom first called me and I ignored the call because I was in the middle of recording with you. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, forget vocal. It's a little different. I, I could have just said, Hey, I'll be right back guys. Oh, sure. My mom's here. Sure. But if you and I were recording, you know, a normal thing, I could have been like, hey, Siege, just one minute. Yeah. And then the audience wouldn't be none the wiser. I probably wouldn't have known it at all with my editing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. The audience would have not have known any of that. So I just ignored the call. Mom knocked on the door. Steph, you know, got her purse. And mom brought over, like, other things, like like toilet paper. (laughs) The last thing my mom gave me was toilet paper. Well, I mean, it is still in high demand, so. Yeah. I, ironically enough, I, I think I used that toilet paper for other leakage, leakage of the face as opposed <laughs> yeah. to leakage of my ass. Right. But. Uh, and That's then, the last um, time I ever want you to me- mention anal leakage on this show ever. Leakage of the asshole, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. that was it. I, I, It's so fucked up that I don't. I kind of focus on the fact that I miss my mom's call and I wasn't here to see her one last day. Yeah. And, and you know, and I, I don't, I'm not even trying to come close to turning this into anything about me. Cause it's not, this is about you. This is about Nancy. But, but like when you told me that, cause you told me that, you know, day of the day know, of, yeah. yeah. And, for what it's worth, I kicked myself for like two days over that because, you know, if I, I didn't have you wrapped up in this, you know, the 10 billion different things that we try to do with this show, you would have had the time. But to I do also that. have to look at it from like, would that have been as good of a final goodbye as no, opposed to Christmas Eve? Right. No, some I know. Banter, yeah. Some good food. And, and I, I kind of looked at it the same way, which is why it was only for like two days that I, you know, you know, and trust me, so, that wasn't my primary concern. I just want to stress that of too. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, man. I, you know, trust me, I get it. Um, What's so Christmas Day night, I watched a couple movies, and then conked out around four thirty five a.m. Typical time for you, yeah. Right. And then I woke up to a phone call, like the worst phone call no one wants, right? Mm-hmm. And it was Maxwell freaking out. And I don't think Maxwell's going to listen to this, but, you know, it, it it scared me. And I had the, I mean, he was fucking panicking and he said, Rico, there's something wrong with your mom. I don't know what's going on. She's unresponsive. Like, Jesus, like that's, that's heavy. And that's heavy to do to call a son and say your mom is unresponsive. Right. And so he was trying to tell me where the hospital was going to be. Like, so what had happened was mom, mom woke up at 4 a.m. and made coffee, which was a frequent thing. And then she would like have coffee because she would like get like caffeine headaches. 
or caffeine with caffeine withdrawal headaches. Sure. Yeah. So she like she like apparently and she was complaining about a headache for like three days. But we all kind of thought it was Christmas stress, yeah. you know, sure. or something. But and she wasn't like me with a migraine. She was normal. Mm-hmm. But she was occasionally like, ah, I got a headache. I got this fucking headache. Which clearly, you know, added to the like that it made more sense for her to be like, I need you to come out here early to help me cook because she had a headache. Sure. And so she had this headache and she made coffee and then went back to sleep and then woke up at like 630 screaming. And Max was sort of half asleep and she was screaming and she was clutching her head and then she was complaining about her heart and her head and then she her scream reached a pitch and then she stopped. And she was unresponsive, and it, the way Maxwell described it, she was trying to gasp for breath, mm. but she wasn't able to. Which, they couldn't find a pulse. So eventually the cops and the medics showed up. And they tried to revive her, and they couldn't find a pulse, and they found a pulse, and they lost the pulse, and they found the pulse. It was like the worst fucking game of Where's Waldo. And then they found the pulse and they said, all right, we're going to transfer. I don't understand fucking why they transferred her all the way to Oakland, which is like a 25 minute drive as opposed to, I don't know, the hospital around the corner. But that's I I don't think it would have made any difference. Right. But it was just a weird. Right. Right. Like, hey, we're going to go to McDonald's. Well, there's one literally across the street or you can go across town. What the fuck? Are they exactly the same? Yeah. Well, then why the fuck are you going all the way out there? Oh, well, I, I could know, actually I, argue the McDonald's thing, but that's a different... <laughs> I'm yeah. getting off. Yeah, yeah. So Maxwell, you know, is, we're calling him. He's calling us. And, 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 you know, it's... I had a moment of morbid clarity. I knew it was over. Right. Before I had gotten to the hospital, before I had even seen her, there's no real getting back from that. If your pulse is flip-flopping like that, it's really bad. There's really no easy way of kind of coming back full full uh, strength at that point. Right. I right. mean, some things happen. Some people get through it a whole lot easier. But I just knew in my gut. Like, when Steph and I pulled up to the hospital, I was in the car and I just said, Steph, my mom's going to die today. And she's like, you don't know that. I'm like, I fucking know that, babe. Like, it's over. She's going to die today. And, you know, there's always that little voice wanting to say, no, Rico, you're being stupid. Stop being so morbid. Your mom's going to make it. And, no, the realist, the cynic in me was just like, nope, she's, this is going to be a really bad day. And I was right. Um... Maxwell at that point called us and he hadn't even left and he was like, I'm trying to find all your mom's paperwork. And I said, fuck the paperwork, get your ass out here. Forget it. We will figure it out. Like who gives a shit? Right. Let's, let's just be near her. So I had to like, say, you got to get on the road, dude. Like we're already here waiting. We don't know what the fuck is going on. And because it's COVID, we weren't allowed in the hospital. Right. Like you got, you got to wait outside. So I'm like outside 
at the emergency room ex- uh, entrance, hanging with the security guards, just chain smoking. And I'm making calls. I called you. I called. Uh, I had Stephanie call Michael, and Michael showed up within 15 minutes, and and he was very hungover. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, no, no. He's like, no, I was just hungover because of Christmas. And I'm like, again, I don't blame you. I'm glad yeah. you're here. I don't care. Um, and then Maxwell showed up and he was frantic. And I mean, there was a lot of pacing in the parking lot, chain smoking and, and just worried and not knowing what's not knowing. And then I saw an ambulance in the parking lot yonder. And I kind of ran over and I said, did you come from Pinole? And they said, no, those guys did. So I went over to them and I said, did you guys come from Pinole? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, you have my mother, Nancy. And they're like, well, we don't have her. She's inside now. And I said, okay, so what can what information can you tell me? And the guy was like, well, we did find a pulse. And he said, I want to clarify that doesn't mean she's okay. We found a very weak pulse. Right. So, okay. And then, so we're all standing outside. Michael shows up. Other people show up. My brother Joel showed up to bring coffee to everybody. And he was just like, what do I need to do? And I'm like, we need coffee. We like, we, I've gotten three hours of sleep and I'm just running on pure adrenaline and, and stress. <laughs> so he brought us coffee and he was just there. And then the doctor kept coming out and saying, it's not looking good, but we're, we've got her on a breathing machine, you know, we're going to keep her as comfortable as possible. But then they kept throwing the fucking words DNR at me, which easily are my least favorite letters right now. The irony is that I got a D and an R in my fucking name and an N in her fucking name. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if those were her wishes, Ben, you know, like... Those were her wishes. I mean, for years, she told everybody, don't let me, don't leave me on a machine. I don't want to be alive on a machine. Yeah, I mean, as as you being you, the the other side of the fence, the other side of the coin, whatever you want to call it, it's not you're you're like, well, fuck her wishes. That's the thought, and I get it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you have to respect. That's what she wanted, you know. So I I knew what she wanted, and I and it, the thought really didn't occur to me to keep her alive for you know for my own selfishness. It was just okay, let her go, let her go. If she's if she's not feeling pain, then what's the difference? The only people that are going to have pain is us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So I, I, you know, I didn't have to pull a plug or anything. I just confirmed, yes, to, you know, if her heart stops, then, you know, activate the DNR, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Deactivate my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the doctor came back and he says, okay, so she... She has passed. We did not, you know, administer the D. We did administer the DNR. We we didn't, you know, we unplugged her. Blah blah blah, and she has now passed. Maxwell fucking practically collapsed. Like he was having a severe anxiety attack where it it was it was fucked up for him, but it was good for me and Steph because it was something to focus on. Right. You right. Know, yeah. Like, dude. You need to breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. You need to look at me. It's sad, but you cannot lose it because I can't have you wind up in here too. Yeah. He was minutes away from that happening. Like he was in a, they put him in a wheelchair and pulled him inside for him to have a moment alone and collect himself. His parents 
you know, because he's on the phone with his parents and his parents are, you know, 80 years old, whatever. And they're on the phone with me and they want to, you know, say, Hey, we're, we're so sorry. What's, what's happening. But can you do something for Mike? He's freaking out and we're really worried about him. And I don't I think you've ever said like, his first name before. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I ever knew it. Honestly. Mike, yeah. His name is yeah. Mike Maxwell. And Maxwell's his last name. So, and I just flat out kind of said like, guys, I don't, I can't take care of your grown son. Like I'm right. You're dealing just, with my like, own shit. My mom. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Like there's something I could fucking do about this. Like you, you're his parents. You take care of him. Offer some console and show. I mean, I love both of them, but like I was not in the right. No, no, no. Talk to anybody about that. So I, they asked me and Maxwell to come inside and, 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 we were brought in to look at her and you know, a, a dead body is never like, sometimes they look peaceful and like, just like they're sleeping. Mom didn't look like that. Mom looked really bad mm. Her, you know, it, it was not a good death, you know? And mom had false teeth. She had, mm. she had dentures. Um, and so they had taken them out but it looks like they had done it forcefully. So like her lips were swollen. And I mean, I don't, I don't need to be too graphic, but it was, she didn't look good, man. Like she looked really bad. Her skin was all fucked up, you know, from different color and just, it's just worst, worst way to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Maxwell kept trying to push me to have a moment alone with her and I just couldn't do it. I, I took about 10 seconds and said, mommy, I love you. And I ran the fuck out. And and sometimes that's what she got to do, man. Like I, I, you told me about that privately. Like when we, you called me later or the next day when we talked, and I said that to you then. I said you have to do the way you have to handle it, and that's how you have to handle it, you know. So, which is why we're here. Yeah, because you know, instinctually, I've been running on instinct and and, and by my gut <laughs> and whiskey past, <laughs> and whiskey with the past week and a half. And that's got me through each day. A lot of love and support has gotten me through it as well. But sure, I you know I'm a mixed bag because if I don't have enough people reaching out to me, I get pissed off at them. If I have too many people reaching out to me, I get pissed off. So like I the the, the rule of thumb right now is when your mom dies, you just get really pissed off. And yeah, it has nothing yeah. to do with anybody else. You know, you know the the fucked up thing is dude is like I was telling Steph this I. I I don't have anything or buddy to blame for this. My mom no. was allergic to bee stings and she had asthma, neither of which killed her. Right. I mean, I wish she had been stung by a bee. If she, if my mom was going to die regardless, then I could fucking say I hate bees for the rest of my life. I got to be honest. I'm not a fan anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you, but like now I. I mean, except like, for the oh. fact that they keep the oxygen moving throughout the air, I'm, I'm good for that. But outside, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I I was perfectly content with never eating honeycomb cereal ever again <laughs> or something, you know. <laughs> right. But I can't right. do that. Ultimately, I what happened is my mom's brain said, "Fuck it." Like, how do I blame that? How do I get angry and, yeah. and sad and 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 blame that? So, uh, when I got out of the hospital, I was 
you notice the little things that don't mean anything but mean everything in that moment. I was hyper aware everyone's eyes locked on me when I walked out. And because I was aware everyone was looking at me, all I did was shook my head. And that flooded the reality of the situation. Yeah. Like, she's definitely gone. And people came up and, you know, <laughs> did not uh, up do the social distance bullshit. They all just gave me a hug. And I was like, I, I got to go. I got to get out of here. And I just went and smoked a cigarette. My uncle, her brother, showed up. One of them. And uh, he tried to be strong and talk. And his voice just kept cracking, which made me just lose it. I kept fucking losing it. And it was just like, I have a moment of clarity. And then I'm just sobbing uncontrollably. And then I'm trying to smoke a cigarette and blah, blah, blah. And then it got to the point where I told staff, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be near a building where my mom is dead. I got to get out of here. So we went home and we insisted, Maxwell, you come over here. Like you are in no condition to drive home all the way to Pinole. Right. Um, and then I just got very drunk, um, which... I don't drink that often. I think the the last time I was drunk was on camera before all this. So that, I, I don't drink that it. night. Actually, I think was it? Yeah, I think you were well, drinking on right. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, but I didn't get drunk. Mm-mm, I don't mm-mm. think. No. Yeah, but I got very drunk, and I was more of like me telling, like Michael's, like, "What do you need?" I'm like, "I need alcohol. Go." Go with Stephanie. Go get burgers, like for people if they show up. Like just have some burgers, and get me booze. And he did. And that was that was hard. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like I, I went upstairs to tell Dad. I mean, Dad had already known. Michael called him. For me. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I even before we left, I went upstairs and I woke him up. I'm like, Dad, this is bad. I gotta go. Mom's in the hospital. I don't know what's going on. Which, that's an awful way to wake up, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, you know, he he's taken it very. He's not in denial, but he's not me. He is, you know, he's lost a lot of people. You know, just his age. Sure, sure. But I think he's just more accepting. And he just kind of, but I mean, it's still a surprise. He was very surprised by mom's passing. Um, he was just kind of, well, this is what happens. And I'm like, no, this is not what's supposed to fucking happen. And, you know, I, I couldn't really sit with him because he wasn't giving me the emotions that I wanted. Yeah. And I don't, for that, you know, I, I don't expect everybody to react the way I do, but it wasn't. I wanted to have a heart to heart. I wanted to have some moment with my dad and he just wasn't giving it to me. And you I don't might, blame him. It, you might you know, still get weird. it eventually, you know. Maybe. And then, you know, as I'm drinking heavily and I I was doing this thing where I was like, I need to force myself to grieve right now. Like I don't want to be in shock and I don't want to be in denial. So I put on a family whole movie that I had converted from VHS to DVD. And it was, you know, it starts off with me at two years old, running through the family restaurant, trying to find my mom. Hmm. That's how it opens me trying to find Nancy. 
and she was young and she was beautiful and she she was happy she was holding me and i'm babbling to her and she's like running the restaurant and holding me in her arms and um i just kind of had that movie on a loop So that was the day of, and then I think I fell asleep at like six thirty or seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night, and I woke up at like three in the morning, not drunk, not hungover, just numb. And I was by myself. Steph was already asleep, and I made Arika's rant about the situation, just my own thoughts, which people kind of gave me shit for, and I'm like, I don't. First off, fuck you. They're like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, I can't believe you give a fuck this much. I I won't go as far as to say I can't believe you, you did it. I was surprised to see it so soon. But not in a way where I'm judging or being critical of you. It was more of right. just I, I – that's the last thing I would thought you would have done to deal with it at that moment. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, let me put, let me put it this way. That was the second take. Okay. I fe- again, gut instinct. I felt like I needed to do it. I felt sure. like I needed to say it out loud and be alone and talk to an unbiased audience. You know, I mean, the reason why I did Rika's Rant to begin with was to help with anxiety and depression. Sure. This was as anxious as the depressed I was going to get. And you know, the first take was sobbing uncontrollably and the second take I sort of got it together and it was it was also just a way for me to kind of just explain sort of what's going on without having to make another phone call or get another IM or another text message and have to explain to my mother's second cousin twice removed who (laughs) she happened to love dearly oh yeah mom died you know I I really didn't want to go through that again and again and again because the problem is as much of it is not really a problem. Mom knew everybody and mom loved most of them and every single one of them loved her. You know, thankfully Maxwell took a lot of the brunt of the phone calls and, and all that shit. But like 99% of them were like, you have no fucking clue how much she meant to me. She would, you know, if, if she found out my, my relative died or if I was sick, she would show up unannounced uninvited with chicken soup or chocolate or she would clean my fucking apartment she would just you know i i I say she was everyone's aunt nancy but she was my mom yeah and i think the next day the next day was not fun either but like my cousin came and he lost his mom um three years ago or so Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's two weeks younger than me. So his mom and my mom were pregnant at the same fucking time. In fact, I was two weeks early. So I was almost supposed to be on his birthday. Mm-hmm. So he and I had this weird fucked up kinship where we both lost our moms at a very young age. Yeah. Not young. We weren't like seven or whatever, but. No, it's still pretty damn young for the norm. <laughs> and he lost, he lost his mom younger than me. Yeah. 
you know, because it was, you know, he lost his mom 25, 26, something like that. Mm. And that's whose ashes we helped spread when you and I were on doing an episode ah. and I, I had done, we had spread her yes. ashes and we spread my grandma's ashes. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. So that ultimately will be the next eventual final step for mom is the same thing. Tugboat spreading ashes. It's just so fucked that we just did that for two other people. And it's going to be for, going to be for mom. Yeah. So my, I, it's, I remember looking at the doctor's name tag when he was telling me my mom died. I was super hyper focused on that. Yeah. It was so weird. Like I couldn't look him in the eyes and I felt in a moment of like, I felt sorry. I felt guilty that he had to be the bearer of bad news to me. It's so fucked up. Like that's where my mind went. I'm like, I'm sorry. You have to do this to me. It doesn't yeah. make sense, but that's where my brain went. No, it, it, it makes sense. But I mean, unfortunately for him, that's part of the job, you know? Right. So, so, I mean, I'm better than I was a week ago, but I'm still pretty not happy. And a lot of it, I mean, I've gone through stages. I've gone through ex- extreme, hyper-realistic grief. And then I've gone through the numbness. And then the other night, I was just really fucking mad. Just really, really mad. And I was mad at her. I was mad at her. I was mad at the situation, but I was mad that I didn't get like the closure that I required or that I craved because I've, I've been, you know, I've been very, I was upfront about this on the new, on the mother's day episode that we did, but like I had issues with my mom and she had issues that she never admitted. You know, she was, she tried to hide certain things from me. I'm not going to go into specifics again, but because at that point, what's the point? It's, I'm never going to get that, that moment of her just acknowledging Rico, I did a lot of bad things and I'm sorry. I wish I could change it. That's all I wanted. And it hurts and it sucks that I don't get that. And, and I would, I, in, in retrospect, I would have that be the final conversation. You know, we're all asked, you know, if you could bring someone back to have like that, that clarity, that closure conversation, you know, I would do anything for one more hour with my mom. No, I wouldn't. What I would do is I would like, I would just want her to say, you know, I would just want, I, I wouldn't even need an hour. I would just need like five minutes for her to just say, I fucked up a lot. A lot of how I raised you affected the way you are, but I try to make up for it and I'm sorry, but I hope you can forgive me and I hope we can, you know, go on. I hope you don't just hold on to this grudge like you're a fucking, you know, stereotypical Italian. And, you know, maybe I'll get over it. Maybe I won't. I have no fucking clue. I'm, I'm running on fucking alcohol and, and gut feeling. I, but I miss my fucking mom. I'm not going to lie. Sure. And the little fucking, like, I tried so hard to, like avoid certain things like movies and shows and shit. 
And I couldn't escape any reminder of my mother. It was really just fucked up. I tried watching the fucking Simpsons. Not even just to laugh, just to fucking have something background because the silence was killing me. I can't be, I mean, we were, Stephanie and I were at Maxwell's house last night and I spent as little time inside as much as possible because the fucking place is eerily quiet. Mm. It's not the same house. It feels like something is very noticeably missing. Because mom was always talking. Mom was always laughing. Mom was always fucking yelling at me and Maxwell. That's <laughs> gone. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I tried watching The Simpsons, like I said, and the, you know, how, you want to know how many fucking episodes deal with like a mom of some sort? Um, Practically all of them. Well, I mean, it is a family. Yeah, but I'm not even talking about like Marge. I'm talking about like Homer's mom. Mm. I'm talking about, I think they literally, the, the season finale that's currently available on Disney Plus is a fucking episode about the dog, Santa's little helper, missing his mom having PTSD and missing his mom around Christmas. Like I remember that episode. The fucking <laughs> Simpsons predicted my mom's death for Christ's sake. Well, they predicted everything else in the world, why not? <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, Matt Groening and fucking Sam Simon, you sons of bitches. <laughs> what are you trying to say? That I'm a dog, motherfucker? So, but that's not the that's not the weirdest thing that happened. I have, I, I, I alluded to this when I talked to you privately the other night, but this is going to get fucking weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the night before when I was up late watching movies, I happened to watch a movie called the family stone. Never had seen it. Never heard of it. And it's like an ensemble Christmas holiday fucking movie, big fucking cast. And the premise is, there's this big family that's getting together during the holidays and the oldest son is bringing his new girlfriend or his girlfriend that he hasn't introduced to the family yet before and played by Sarah Jessica Parker. And of course she's just so different from the family. She's, you know, kind of conservative and very socially awkward and blah, blah, blah. And she's Sarah Jessica Parker and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Awkward fucking hijinks ensue. She makes an awkward conversation about gay people and interracial marriages. And just, of course, one of the fucking sons happens to be gay and in an interrelation, interracial fucking relationship. And he also happens to be deaf. And they're just like, you know, what, what the fuck is this movie? Right? Right. So, spoiler. I mean, I don't give a fuck about spoiling it because... No one should see this movie. It's just kind of not good. <laughs> but Diane Keaton plays the matriarch of the family. Okay. Diane Keaton throughout the film, we are we realize, has a form of illness. She has a cancer or, or something. Right, right, right. They don't specifically say what she has, but that she's sick. And then the movie ends, and it flashes forward uh, a year later, the following Christmas. And she has died. That was the last movie I saw 
before getting the phone call two or three hours later from my from Maxwell about my mom dying around Christmas. Mm. Now that in, a, in itself is kind of fucking whoa. So get this: a zillion years ago, when mom got me a gift, and it was uh, like a reel of film, like real fucking projector film. Right, real to real, yeah. And it was a trailer, and I had never looked at it because I don't have a projector, and I put it away. It was just sort of like, cool, mom, you got me something that you got it fucking whatever. So we're we're at Maxwell's like a, less than a week ago, and we're unpacking some shit and dealing with it and trying to move some stuff around. Some of it my stuff, you know, help unpack some stuff. And we find this fucking film reel, and I look at it, and labeled on it is the Family Stone, <laughs> the trailer for the Family Stone. Mom gave me this fucking thing. So this must have been after 2005 or 6 or something. Okay. I've had this movie trailer for like at least five years. I watched that movie. Mom fucking dies. The story is similar to my situation in a roundabout way. And I promptly threw this fucking thing in the trash. And I really? said, I never want. Yeah. Yep. I was like, I don't want to be. I don't want this. I don't fuck one. It's just a fucking trailer. Well, yeah. Because if I'm not planning on ever watching the fucking movie ever again, what the fuck am I gonna do with the trailer? Okay. Yeah. So that's weird. And like, I kind of was like, no fucking way. And Steph's like, what? I'm like, look. You want to know what this trailer is for? She's like, what? I'm like, the family's telling. She's like, what the fucking fuck? I can see that. Yeah. It was it was weird. It was really weird. Um there's movies that I just can't really watch right now. I the night of uh after coming home from the hospital, I tried to watch the movie Love Actually because that's my mom's favorite fucking movie. I had to I mean I've said it before on here. I had to watch that movie so many goddamn times. I think I even said it we were talking about like Christmas movies, like five episodes past or whatever. I know. I think like, it was, I had. Well, yeah, you might have brought it up then too, but you certainly brought it up the first Christmas we did together, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first Valentine's Day that we did together. Yeah. <laughs> because mom fucking made me watch that movie minimum three times a year: birthdays, Christmases, Valentine's Day, Mother's Days. Like I had to watch. I I fucking know that movie. Her fucking personalized ringtone I had for her when she called me was, I feel it in my fingers. Like, it was the fucking <laughs> clip song yeah, 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 where yeah. Bill Nye is singing throughout the fucking movie. And so the night of, I tried to watch that very drunk, and I couldn't do it. Because the movie starts with that, with that yeah. fucking song. And and not to mention, Lee, uh, Liam uh, Neeson... Yep. Is fucking grieving his wife. Yep. And her son is grieving about that too. Like, I couldn't. I Life imitating art, art imitating life, whatever. I couldn't get through it. I stopped it. And I even. Pay, the irony is, I don't even fucking own that movie. I paid it for it, like, on Amazon. Mm. And, I, and they're like. 
I got like an email like, how did you did you how did you like your purchase for, of Love Actually? I'm like, I fucking hate it. Thanks a lot, Amazon. Well, it's Thanks not. A, it's not Amazon's fault. No, it's not. I mean, no. I, I mean, I didn't write Jeff Bezos a fucking email. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, if we're gonna write Jeff Bezos an email, it has nothing to do with Love Actually. No, it's more like, hey, can you get that merchandise that yeah. is pot askew off of Amazon because it's not going to us? So, yes, uh, I am using the Dead Mother card. If you guys are listening and you are you want to buy <laughs> merchandise of pot askew, don't get it on Amazon until we say, yes, that's our shit now. Yeah, well, and and, our, and there's a problem with the T-Public. There's a problem with the T-Public site, but I'm working on it, so. Okay, I'm like, well, all right. Don't don't buy anything until we tell you to. Yeah. Well, no, you can buy it. It's just harder to find. It's if you go to T Public and you find it, buy it. But it's just harder to find. So. So. It's it's not. This has not been fun. And I, you know, people have been doing the same thing. They're like, "How are you doing?" And they realize what they just asked me, and they're like, "I'm so sorry. I asked that. How do you feel?" And I say, I feel like I, I told a couple of people, I'm like, this is exactly what I would wish upon my worst enemy because this fucking hurts, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the fucking little things, man. Like, you know how insane it is for me that my favorite singer is Frank Sinatra and he has a song called Nancy with the laughing face. Yep. That's thanks a lot, Frank. The <laughs> fuck? You just had to have a daughter named Nancy. And the title, I mean, 99% of the song works perfectly for mom. There's one exception. There's a part and it says like, um, uh, sorry for you. She has no sister, which mom was number four out of five. There were, she had two sisters and two brothers. Mm. Hats. Well, they're all still alive. You know, so, I mean, Michael took me out drinking. We were social distancing and all that, but like, we went up to a bar that we know and, and they let us in privately and it was just, just me and, and, and him and a couple other people. I'm not specifying names and anything. I, I know uh, one of the other ones, but we'll leave it there. Right. Yeah, but um, they they have a jukebox and they said, Rico, the jukebox is yours. And I said, I need to put on the worst song right now to get through it. So I put on Nancy, the laughing face. And the fucked up thing was like, I I'm trying to pick other songs to, you know, have like a, a cue. So it's playing and I'm sobbing uncontrollably and I'm trying to pick out like come fly with me and fucking other shit that has nothing to do with my mom and i was like i didn't plan this one out and then like i sit back down and michael's like you are just a fucking masochist aren't you (laughs) like kind of i was like i just need to put on the worst song first and then i at that point i was drunk and grieving and not thinking straight i put on her favorite song by without realizing it Mm. her favorite song is what a wonderful world by louis armstrong oh such a good song though so I had that be the end of it. And then I, but I didn't realize I was just picking kind of random songs, you know, because they say, Oh, here's a suggestion. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Louis Armstrong. Cool. Whatever. 
And then I, you know, when that song came up, and I'm like, oh God, it's her favorite song. And Michael's like, you put it on. Like, this is not on random. It's not Shaun of the Dead where it's just on random. You pick this. And I'm like, well, fuck. (laughs) So, but look, I've crawled out of a slight hole. Like, I'm still kind of like, not great. And I've gotten my drinking more or less under control. I, I, I don't, I don't expect, and I would never expect myself to become an alcoholic or or to have too much of a binge for this. I think I'm entitled to week. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, listen, I, I I've been wanting to kind of just sit back and let you, you know, I've I've thrown my you know comments here and there, but I've been trying to let you just have your your moment here, as, and and because you deserve it. But um, I, I've I've been down a similar road, you know. It it wasn't it wasn't my mom, and I'm not gonna pretend that that makes it equal because it doesn't. But I, there's a but I have lost my dad. You know this. You know before we met. Um, it's a slightly different thing because he was sick, so we saw it coming. And you you can you, there's a huge difference between sudden and being able to prepare. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean it sucks any less, but you no, can, of course not. you can at least, because what you're dealing with and what I dealt with with my son-in-laws is you're, you're dealing with grieving and the shock. It's, it's, it's a double whammy, right? Because you have to deal with the shock of, okay, this has happened. And then the grieving on top of it. And it's, it's really hard. I, I found it really hard. And I was, I mean, I was younger than you, but I wasn't too much younger than you. So I, you know, and, and that's why I, I don't refer to it as she passed away because your dad passed away. Right. You know, mom was, mom died. Yeah. You said that, you know, the, the, the words are very important to acknowledge. Right. You know, it, it, but I'm not. I, I'm not trying to take away anything from your dad. I mean, it, well, that's that's not even where I was going though. My, my my point for all of that was that like some of these things you're talking about, like the Sinatra song, and yeah. Love Actually, and you know some of these other things right now that aren't sitting well. From my experience, at least, eventually come around the other side. Do you know what I mean? Where where you're not wanting them all around all the time, but when you when you hear them or you see them or whatever, it doesn't. It still to a degree makes you sad, but it also triggers those happy memories that you remember. You know. Yeah. So hopefully and, and that'll look, do that for you. Eventually, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking watch Love Actually sure. next year. Like that's gonna have to be at least part of a Christmas tradition. It's, and yeah. that's the other bitch of it is that. Because of the curfew, Steph and I had to leave early Christmas Eve. Yeah. We were supposed to watch Love Actually, but we didn't. So I, I think in part that was also why I was trying to re-watch it, you know, the day of or the night of. Because I'm like, I owe it to my mom. And I'm like, I don't know shit to my mom. You know? Well... <laughs> it was, it was just, a strong I, word, but it's it's something you wanted to do. You know, I, so. I wanted, I wanted to, again, I want, maybe I'm being a masochist, but I wanted to face it head on. And which leads me to, um, I did get to see her body one last time. Uh, I had to, I mean, 
I appreciate the coroner and the mortician. The mortician actually knew Nancy. Mm. Like he knew her for 30 years. He was like a family friend. I'd never met him as far as I well, know. He says he's seen me when I was a little kid. And I was like, well, fuck, everyone saw me. As you said earlier, she knew fucking everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, and, and she was a bartender. So, like, there were plenty of times where I was at the bar just sitting and eating clam chowder or, or chicken strips. And people would come in and have a drink and say, oh, my God, that's your son. Hi, Rico. And I'm like, what? Who is this? <laughs> Who's this other person? My mom keeps introducing. Like, a conversation with mom was literally this. Her, she's smoking a joint, right, the entire time. So, do you know my friend Kelly? Sure, mom. Who the fuck? And I'm like, who the fuck is Kelly? I don't know. And I'm just making it. I'm sure my mom knew a Kelly, but it's not the point. I'm right, a right. Fucking, and she's like, so Kelly came in the other night. I'm like, that's cool. And she's like, and she brought her, she brought in her friend Rob. You know Rob, right? Everyone knows Rob. I'm like, who the fuck is Rob? It's like, so Kelly and Rob are here. They had a couple of gin and tonics, and they were hanging out. And then um, Richard came in. I'm like, who the fuck is Richard? She's like, you know Richard. Richard's known you forever. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck. Who are these people? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and that was. And then she would take a puff off her joint trail off and then be like what was I saying and I'm like I don't know you're not listening either god damn like one of us <laughs> gotta pay attention to this fucking stupid story mom and it was every single time and then when I'm trying to tell her a story she's like alright hurry up wrap it up Rico <laughs> like at least I have an ending my stories have a fucking ending yours just trail off and the fucking new nose god God knows, I can't even fucking say that properly. Who knows where? Uh, speaking of which, well, on that New Year's thing, I don't know how much of it you heard, but I actually said, uh, I would send thoughts and prayers to Rico, but he doesn't believe in that shit, so we'll just send thoughts. So- <laughs> yeah, I did I did catch that. that was, and, and I'm not against people who want to say thoughts and no, prayers. No, I know that. It, it was my way but, of just, you know... But my the bitter atheist in me is like, well, if what you believe, like if you think thoughts and prayers could help, then if if by your logic, if there is a God, he took my mom. So fuck you. Mm. It's sort of how I look at it. It's like, who do you think did the killing? (laughs) Well, I think that I think that's also a matter of perspective and not worth getting into the discussion. (laughs) I, I think when you lose your mom, your you know your perspective. Oh well, sure. Everybody. No, of course, of uh, course. No, <laughs> I mean, look again. I I appreciate everybody who reached out to me. I also, this is my advice for anybody. If 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 you know someone who is going through a really bad grieving period, wait a couple days, because what you don't realize is that everybody is doing what yeah. you are trying to do yeah. at the same time I got bombarded yeah. with text messages and emails and instant messages and phone calls. I mean, I didn't listen to my voicemails for a straight week. Like I had eight voicemails from eight different people and I just, I, I didn't, I, because they're all going to say the same thing. What happened? I'm so sorry. She was a great person. And I know all that. I know you know all that. I'm glad you know that. I'm <laughs> glad you all got touched by my mother. As icky as that sounds. I was going to say, that phrasing. So. But I need a break. 
I need, and I, and I did take a break. I mean, I, I, I didn't do any recording with you and, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're doing today was sort of a surprise on, you know, for you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but that's all right. Yeah. But again, it was like, I need, I need something. I need this in some roundabout way because just to prove that, you know, I'm not broken. I'm not, not gonna, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna be back. And I think my jokes are gonna be a little bit more forced from time to time. That'll, but, that, you know, that'll change with know. time. You know. Yeah. But I don't even think I got into the specifications of what killed her. She had an aneurysm. So, you know, you and I also share something else where we, we lost a partner. We lost a girlfriend. We mm-hmm. lost someone that we loved in a romantic sense. Yep. You and I both share that. Thankfully, it wasn't the same woman. <laughs> that would have made everything awkward. Especially considering how long ago it was for both of us, and then we years later did a podcast. Oh, I was still, I was still trying to get pussy back then, buddy. I promise. <laughs> but Allie, who I, we had broken up, but she still died. Mm-hmm. Died of an embolism. Mm. My mom died of an aneurysm. As far as I'm concerned, all isms can suckism. <laughs> suck my dickism you know it's 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 just <laughs> and mom was there when i went to Allie's memorial mom cried i went to more funerals with nancy because mom knew everybody and sure. knew every person and a lot of people die so i went to more funerals with my mom for people i had no fucking clue who they were but mom was mom could have a straight face and have tears just flooding her eyes but she could still be smiling about the person. Mom was a very experienced crier. So, um, I got to go to the mortuary and be alone with her. Maxwell didn't want to go because he already had his moment. Stephanie did not want to go inside because she said, I don't, she's like, I was there. I, I did that for my grandfather and it, it changed how I looked at him forever. It changed my memory of him. And, but I, and I didn't want to do it. That's the point. Want is the, is the wrong usage of word. And I didn't even feel like it would do me good because I knew it was going to hurt, but gut reaction, I had to do it. I didn't want to do it. I kind of had to do it. And I was alone with my mother's fucking body and a lot of what I said for the 10 minutes or whatever I was alone with her was sad, angry, rejecting, you know, rejected. I felt like, you know, I felt like the world was against me. And, and I, and again, I had nothing and no one to blame. So what, 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 what am I supposed to say? I know she's not, I know she can't speak back. I know she can't listen, and I don't believe that she's watching over me, hearing my words. So what am I supposed to say? It was a lot of just, what the fuck, Mom? What the fuck? Why, why is this a thing right now? Why did this happen? 
couldn't you have just fucking broken your fucking leg like my dad? <laughs> Did you have to fucking die? Which I, I sort of said the same thing to dad. I was like, well, you know, the day of when I'm still kind of in shock and bitter and pissed off and drunk. I said, I looked at dad. And I said, why the fuck are you still alive? <laughs> Which wasn't like, why aren't you dead over my mother? It was more of like, this is some bullshit. Like, you've been chancing death and life for fucking ever. Mom gets a headache and it kills her? This is some bullshit. And he, he kind of nodded. He's like, I don't, I don't understand it either, Rico. I don't know why I'm here and she's gone. Because all of my friends and even some of my close relatives were like, look, not for nothing. We thought Ron was going to be the one to go first. Fuck, I said it to you. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> And my, and and that in itself is another fucking bitch slap of a realization. I just lost my I, I just lost my mom. My dad's next. I don't know when it's gonna be, but it's gonna be sooner rather than later. The way he's going, you, it's gonna be twenty more years. <laughs> you bite your fucking tongue, CJ. <laughs> because that's the other worst case scenario. I don't wanna fucking be dealing with that. Yeah. I mean, I sort of, sort of, but not really jokingly told Steph, I'm like, couldn't my parents just died at the same fucking time? To get it over like, with? Yeah, couldn't they yeah. have just, like, decided that they were going to have an affair, and then, like, the hotel blew up, <laughs> and then everyone's really fucking sad and angry and really confused? But then I can handle the fucking grief all at once, be like, this is really fucked, but... Did they kill each other? Like, did did the did the hotel explode because they had one last good bang? <laughs> something, something for me to find this weird, this this morbidity. Yeah. As 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 at least ha- handle it head on and and humorously. But I can't. I mean, I'm trying to make jokes of it because, I mean, even um, OC called me. And I'm, you know, at that point, he'd called me when I was in stage two of my grief, which was acknowledging and and being honest. And he said, Rico, yeah, I feel like you're just being kind of on with me. He's like, I'm very surprised that it sounds like I'm talking to old Rico, like pre-mom's death. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be on. I'm just, it doesn't, it, it still hurts, but I'm, I, you know, I have to be humorous about it. If I'm not making myself laugh or other people laugh about this, then it's just going to be, Hey, you want to cry with me for 10 minutes, which I, I'll, you'll never hear me say, don't, you know, don't ever hide your tears. Like don't like you let those tears flow. They're good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. The first fucking thing that we do when we're born is cry our fucking ass off. It's our first natural instinct to do. Yeah. Humans laughing and, and, and playing is is not the first emotion. It's not our first instinctual emotion. It's crying. But I did a lot of crying. And I'll do a lot more crying. But I did a lot of crying. To the point where by the third day my eyes were pretty much swollen shut. I couldn't they there was they it hurt to move and open my eyes and blink. Mm-hmm. It hurt. But and then I'm you know I'm getting really shitty drunken sleep so you know, I was, my whole face just felt like, like weathered down tear stained leather. Uh, 
And she was young. She was 59. Yeah. She didn't reach 60. And, you know, again, like I said about the little things that you kind of focus on, I am younger than she was when she had me. Mm -hmm. She was 30. I'm 29. Mm -hmm. And the realization you're going to get a lot of first things without your mom first Christmas, first birthday, so on and so forth. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for small blessings. I'm, I'm in a weird fucked up way. I'm grateful that we were all stuck inside together during COVID because we had to spend a year and a half in the same house and deal with each other. I, I'm, you'll never hear me say COVID's a good thing. You'll never hear me no. say that. <laughs> no, of course but, not. All things considered, it forced me and my mom to live together with Stephanie and Maxwell and, you know, different emotions and different personalities, sort of the odd couple times two, you know, living with each other. And she freaked us out all the time because she would just go. She would leave. She would go do something. And we're like, what are you doing? You're supposed to stay inside. Social distance. Mom, what the fuck? And then she's like telling me, like, oh, I hung out with Larry and I hung out with Rick and I hung out with – I'm like, stop hanging out with people. You're not allowed to pee. You're not allowed to see people. Ne- neither of your parents get this COVID thing because Ron's just out being. <laughs> no, he has people come over. Dad has people come over all the time. Before we started recording today, he said, oh, yeah, so-and-so's coming over. I'm like, that sucks. Tell them to not come over. Why? Because why are people over? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like, and, and that's the other thing. It's like people are like, was it COVID that, you know, took Nancy? And I'm like, no. That's, I, I can't, I mean, do I, in retrospect, wish COVID took her? Kind of, because then I could, like, in my own state of mind, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know this whole situation, because two weeks ago, my mom was alive. Yeah. And I know... I know little things about how she would react to this. She would probably be overcome with like how so many people reached out. I'm sure she probably would fucking feel so bad for me and Maxwell. You know, mom uh, periodically would question whether Maxwell truly loved her. She, you know, she got a little paranoid, you know, and be like, does he love me? Why won't he marry me? Shit like that. She would probably finally fucking be. She'd probably chuckle a little bit about how distraught he was. Yeah. It's really fucked to say, but she'd be like, oh, good, he did love me. Well, now we know where your sense of humor comes from. (laughs) Well, I I said this to Dad and Michael and Maxwell. I said, not for nothing. If Mom knew she was going to die before Ron, she would have been fucking pissed. (laughs) Right. Right. She would have been so pissed. (laughs) Ron, this is bullshit. And that's that. That's the truth. This this is bullshit. It sucks so much. You know, it it's, it, it it's funny. I remember I remember a recent story you told me about her. You know, not not related to this, but like pre all this, where mm-hmm. when you guys moved in to where you are now, and you were saying like you and Steph are unpacking the the vehicle that was moving your stuff. And 
you would ask all these people to come and help help and and Ron and Nancy were two of the people who were going to help and they're just inside together smoking a joint while you're all unpacking the <laughs> truck. Uh, that's that's almost accurate. Um, I, that's how Steph, you told me the story anyway. Maybe that's yeah. Steph was in visiting her family. It was during it was about Thanksgiving break. Oh, okay. And and mom was helping me unpack and then dad came down and mom produced a joint and i flat out said do not light that in here and she's like okay yeah no problem and then ron came in and she's like look at my pot that i grew blah 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 blah. and then the he almost lit it and this is i i told it's funny you brought this up i taught i told this story last night to maxwell and his niece and stephanie and i was like i turned into the adult (laughs) so goddamn quickly (laughs) And I was saying the same shit that any normal parent would say, like, you do not light that joint in my house. When you pay the rent, you can smoke as much as you want, but you do not smoke your marijuana in my house. Like, and they're both like, God, what's the big deal? And I'm like, fuck you. It's not your house. And dad was like, it is my house. My like, fuck you. I pay rent. Yeah. When you want to pay rent for this unit, you can light up all you want. And I said, if you think that I can't, why, if, if I can't smoke cigarettes in my own fucking place, why on earth <laughs> do you think I will allow the fuckers who fuck to make me happen out smoke pot in my fucking unit? It's my house. You want to smoke? I don't care where you do it, but not in this house, motherfucker. I went full on stereotypical parent to the fucking parental units. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned the, 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 the fucking to make you happen because that's another thing I said on the New Year's thing for those who haven't heard it. Was I was like, I, 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 I forget exactly how I phrase it, but I believe I thanked her for fucking Ron when she did because if she hadn't, we didn't have a show. There's <laughs> yeah. something to that effect, you know. So Yeah, thanks a lot, Mom. Yeah. Um... Listen, man, I, 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 I know this isn't easy. I, I haven't been through it the same way, the same exact way, but I, I know it's not easy, and I, I, I know that it's a struggle, and I felt that for you. Um, the day that, the day that, when you called me that morning to tell me she was in the hospital, this is before you know we definitively knew the the end. Yeah, I, the, I, I. You called, your name popped up, and I looked at the clock and quickly did the math and went, fuck, <laughs> before I even answered the phone. There's no good reason why Rico's calling me this early. No, and for the record, it's like 11.30 my time, but that's early for you, because it's 8.30. Yeah, you're having like your second cup of coffee, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly, it's, it really was. I was on like my second cup of coffee, I was... Watching, I feel forget what I was watching. I was watching nothing that was important on television. Uh, um, and uh, I think I was actually getting ready to watch Wonder Woman for the second time because we were going to be getting together like two days later to to discuss it. The, you know, the following day or something. Yeah, just just as part of the the plan, you know. And and uh, I pick up and you tell me the whole thing, and then I went on, you know. Um, and then I went on with my day because what am I going to do from here? Right. 
You know, not that I don't care, but you know, what am I gonna do? So I'm doing. Yeah, what do yeah. You, I'm with you. I'm doing things around the house, and I'm um, I'm actually texting with Steph because I know that you're just not gonna be paying attention to that, which makes sense. So like, I'm not. You know, that's not a thing. It's just like you do it with you. Steph can kind of be the reporter and kind of keep me in the loop a little bit on what's going on. And, mm. you know, so she was giving me updates every so often. And then, ironically, you texted me before she did to tell me the end. Within, I think I, I think all I said was she's gone. And you, you, but you literally both sent me the same sen- same sentence. Not even, not even close. I mean, it's almost like she. Steph cut and pasted off your phone and sent it to me a second later. Like, it was rapid fire, bang, bang, from you and then from Stephanie, which was still kind of the irony that... I just thought that was funny, the irony in that, how quickly they came in and it was basically the same sentence. And for what it's worth, man, and and this was strictly for you, I, I just sat and wept. You know? Because you're my friend, and you're more than my friend, Rico. We're, we're family. You said that to me the other night pu- privately. We're family at this point. As often as we talk to each other, we're family, you know? And, and you know, I, I couldn't be there. I couldn't get out there, even financially speaking, just this, this monster bullshit that the world's dealing with. I couldn't get there, you know? Yeah. I. I, you know, for lack of a better phrase, prayed that Michael was there. I'm glad he was there. I prayed that Alex and Joel were there, and I'm glad they were, you know. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I know you had staff, but. Yeah. Steph's, yeah. Steph's been Steph's, very helpful. I'm sure. I Listen, I won't get into the things that I was afraid of if Steph wasn't there. Trust me. But there are right. things I was. <laughs> I like, oh, thank God Steph's there. Um, right. But, Yeah. I, I I felt for you, brother. I did. I I've I've tried. I mean, I called the next day, and maybe that wasn't the rightest, the smartest move in the world. But I I called the next day just to check on you, and and then I tried to give you your space. You know, so no one has done anything. No, no, I I, wrong. I know I know no, you're not saying no, that. I mean, I mean, whether I answered. That has not. That's not a reflection of anybody. If, sure. if 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 anybody's listening to this and I did not return your phone call, you know, it's not a reflection on you, but tough shit. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing really. Like, I'm, and that's what, you know, other people were saying to me, like, Rico, fuck other people. Like, it's this is if people are bent out of shape because you didn't return their call. Fuck them. It doesn't matter who they are, whether it's. CJ or Michael or your fucking uncle or whoever, or, and I'm just throwing people out there, but like, it doesn't matter right yeah. now. You, you only, you know what you want, what you need and how to do it. And everybody's different. So if someone says, Oh, when I lost my dad, I went through, fuck you and your fucking dad. No, not you. Yeah, you know, right. But like, no. but like, you know, it's, it's different. And, and I, you know, I, I've never experienced this. And so I, I really, I, even there, if you've experienced was... it, you know, I mean, like my, my, like, like you, Ron's like, you know, Ron's still here. Me, my mom's still here. You know, yeah. one day we're both going to have to deal with those individual things occurring, you know, and we've already been through this once and you're still not going to be prepared. I'm not going to be prepared. I know I'm not, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
you know, I mean, Steph and I were talking about how, you know, she almost lost her mom. And I'm not going to go into specifics about it. You know, her mom was sick. Right. And she, she's on a second chance. She gets a second chance with her mom. And I told Steph, I'm like, you fucking take full advantage of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Every time, every time you need to call your mom, you call your mom. Every time your mom calls you and you've got a mate, you should answer it. You know, because the bullshit that, you know, we deal with keeps us together as a family. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it, but I, maybe I was already on my second chance with my mom because, you know, I, I had bullshit with her over the years. And then we kind of worked some shit out and then we were forced to live to, with each other. That's also what makes me more upset is that I didn't know I was on a second chance and what a short lived second chance. Right. So how do I feel CJ? I feel bitter. I feel upset. I feel cheated. I feel angry. I feel, I feel like I, you know, I've got Steph as a great supporter. I've got you as a great partner and a friend. Mom never listened to Potaskew, but she <laughs> championed it. She yeah. was so proud of it. She fucking was so happy over that Kevin Smith fucking intro. Oh, the video? That, the the promo. little promo? Yeah. And I even tweeted at Kevin. I was like, listen, my mom died. She I took saw. She took me to see and, and she was so happy you did that for us. And then I said, go hug your mom go hug grace that's what yeah no and he i mean he liked it he didn't respond i wasn't expecting anything and the fact that he read it is nice enough sure um but i mean like mom wanted me to fucking be his like assistant i remember you've told that story i want you to be his assistant like i want you to move to la and and live with kevin i'm like that's not how hollywood works lady And so when I sent her the fucking promo, and, I, and at the time, it was sort of hush-hush. I was like, Mom, you and Max will get to look at this. Don't share this with anybody. Not that my mom knew how to share that with anybody. Sure. But she would be like, she was like, now you can do it. Now, now can't you can, you know, work for Kevin. I'm like, fuck that. He's working for me. <laughs> well, not exactly. He, he, he did a promo, and I didn't pay him shit. <laughs> Uh, I got Kevin Smith to do slave labor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. No, I remember, I remember, um, and, and, and I, there's no specifics to share Rico, but even then, if you want me to, to edit this part out, I certainly will. But there were countless times when you were living with her that I would call you about one thing or another show related. And, you would have me on speaker, and I knew I was on speaker, so it wasn't like it was some surprise that I was on speakerphone, but I would be on speakerphone primarily because we generally include Steph in all our show conversations because she tends to give us a different perspective on what we're figuring out. And every so often, <laughs> I'd hear this other voice just come out of nowhere with an idea of what we were just talking about, and it would be Nancy, and it'd be like, oh! Hi, how you doing? <laughs> like, so that I would be in the garage having a cigarette, and mom would come in, and then I'd be—I mean, I would just be like, "All right, hello," and I'm that way I can like have hold my coffee in one hand, hold my cigarette in the other, and then mom would come in, sit down, and just want to have a fucking cigarette or or whatever, 
And that was the thing that, like, I had no control over. Mom could just interfere in any conversation. And it, it, it would have nothing to do with her, but she just had to give her, her two cents. And and that's exactly what she did. She was just like, why don't you guys do this? And you're like, hi, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was never upset about it. It certainly never was anything I was angry or upset about or anything. But it was just like the, the, there'd be this third voice to be like, oh, hi, how you doing? There, were, there, there was actually at least a couple times where you would be like, like you and I were talking about like a uh, like a promo strategy or like an uh, an episode idea or something. We'd be yeah. like, we'd be like, should we talk about uh, you know like in Marlon Brando's giant dick and or whatever or some some random thing? And we're kind of debating about it, and then Mom would be like, you know, I think the world has had enough about Marlon Brando's giant dick. How about you got? How about you guys talk about love actually? And then you would be like, well, here's the thing. First off, hi Nancy. Second of all, we haven't done Love Actually because we're gonna do that for Christmas. Like, okay, I love that movie. So if you guys ever do it, I might actually listen to it for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For the record, we have no intent on ever doing an episode about Marlon Brando's giant dick. No, no, not no. We already did one on Marlon Brando's cat. That's enough. Um, But yeah, that would, that would have, and then it was one specific one, and I and I and I won't get into what we were talking about. But you, me, and her—this is the longest conversation I ever had with her. Was you, me, and her in the garage for like thirty minutes? The three of us. You, Nance, Steph was nowhere near. It was just the three nope. of us in the garage. I forget. Because, I don't even, because mom and I were smoking. That's why. Yeah, I don't even. Remember, and honestly, like I remember. I I I don't even fully remember what the topic was. It was important. I remember it was one of our biggest like we have to figure this out type things. But like it may have it, been big heads or something. I don't remember. But it, it the point was that like she she was is in on the conversation as if you know it was Stephanie or it was her on the show. And it it I'll, I'll those are unfortunately those are the only memories I have. You know and. Yeah. That's not meant to be a, oh, well, poor me, because believe me, that's nothing compared to what you're going through. But, like, you know. I've, it, I've got, see, a lot of my memories are are mixed. Sure. Because, like, some of the most profound memories are, like, some of the most fucked up memories I have. Sure. I mean, not fucked up, just, like, not happy stories. But, like, I can't, like, Toy Story 2 is a I, very profound movie. I was just going to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that story pretty distinctly. For the, actually, for those who don't remember, Toy Story two came out in like circa ninety nine or something. So I'm eight ish, and we mom said, "Okay, well, I'm going to take you to see Toy Story two in theaters." Like, you know, I'm going to go take a nap. I want you to wake me up at this time, which was like one o'clock or something in the afternoon. And so I'm like excited as all hell. I keep looking at the clock, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait till one o'clock gets here." One o'clock gets there, and I don't know what, I don't know what she was going through. I don't know if she was hungover. I don't know if she was sick. I don't know if she had a late shift and was just up night, you know, up late, and you know didn't get very good sleep. I don't know. But I went to wake up Nancy, and I was like, "Mom, I'm ready. We're going to see a movie. We're going to go see Toy Story 2. And Mom was like, "No, you are never seeing that fucking movie." But what? What? Why? Like you know exactly why. We are never seeing Toy Story two. You 
so not seeing Toy Story 2. I'm like, why? What did I do? You know exactly what you did. And I'm like, I don't know shit right now. I don't understand. (laughs) What did I do? I I was turning into, like, the most stereotypical, like, exaggerated impression of sugar ever. Like, what did I do? You guys are abusing me. And mom was like, you almost burnt the fucking kitchen down. I'm like, I did what to who the what? And like, she is laying into me and I am freaking out. And like the whole, it's like, here, you get to go to Willy Wonka's factory. Oh no, wait, you have diabetes. Like just, here's the, here's the worst thing for the best thing at the time. So I'm like, I didn't burn down a kitchen. What are you talking about? She's like, you were setting fire on the burner. Like, you know, you, you had the burner on, you kept putting newspaper on and you were going to set the kitchen on fire. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, think about what you just said to me. And then she like got up and lit in the kitchen. Like, look, I'm going to show you how fucked. Oh wait, no, it's not. And she was like, Rico, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And like, she just fucking, if she had a meltdown, she like, she did the complete opposite in a nanosecond. She burst into tears, so mortified with how she spoke to me. And she's like, I had this such a bad dream and you were burning the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Mm -hmm. And like, she took me to see Toy Story 2 and then like, she was like, do you want some ice cream? I'm going to get you some fucking ice cream. I'm going to get you all the ice cream. Like, what else do you want? You want to go to Toys R Us? We're going to go to Toys R Us. Did all that shit, then took me to see the movie again the second time. Because the first view was kind of like, this kind of sucks. This was not worth it. This was not worth this agita for this, you know, kitschy fucking Pixar film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, great. It's a good film, but god damn it. I, I remember that, and I remember... The, and it's ironic, because it's another one of those she woke up and and reacted but it's it was a halloween thing that was on disney they on the disney channel that you told the story about but yeah, yeah she, she uh uh she you know this time i think she was no you said she had the flu i remember you said she had the flu well you said she had the flu i don't i don't know what she had but my suspicions were she she was sick brought on possibly by something else mm, probably okay. just hung over and then you know when you're hung over you can you're you're um you can get easily sicker sure. and more and feel worse even if it's just a bug and sure enough you know it was around the, it was like the 13 days of halloween during the fucking disney channel or some shit and the, for the first time halloween town was that was there yeah and, that was yeah and i would seen trailers for it for the past couple months and i'm like excited like this looks awesome and i'm like whatever the fuck I was, you know, eight, nine, whatever years old. I'm like, this looks cool as shit. And I didn't bother mom. Like periodically I would check on her. I'm like, mom, do you want anything to eat? Like you want some water? You want aspirin or something? She's like, no, just let me sleep. So I spent the majority of the day, you know, just watching TV all day, just cartoons. And then I was getting ready. I'm like, okay, eight o'clock, it's going to be Halloween town. And Halloween town is about to start. And it has a very similar opening intro, sort of, to the movie Halloween. Yes, that's yeah. It shows like a jack o' lantern kind of with like the candle inside glowing and shit. And mom, that's that is when mom decides to fucking wake up at eight o'clock at night, and she says, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "I'm watching Halloween Town." She's like, "No, you are fucking not. 
turn take turn takes the the fucking remote, changes channel, and I'm like, what, 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 why? And she's just like, you can't watch that; it's a scary movie. And I'm like, it's not; it was Disney. And she's like, she said, why don't we watch something on Disney Channel? I'm like, it is on Disney Channel. And she's like, what the fuck? Why is Halloween on Disney? I'm like, I don't know why you're Halloween down. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Yes, of course you can watch Halloween Town. I'm like, fuck you. This is not worth it. This is not worth it. Like, and that's 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 how I sum this whole thing up. Like, you know, all all the bad memories and everything, all the good memories. I wish I had more. This is not worth it. The life I had with my mom, I'm grateful for it. But if I knew it was going to be snatched away like this, it's not fucking worth it. It sucks beyond relief. And maybe I'll change my opinion you know, in a week or two weeks or a year or whatever. But right now, my mom was fucking stolen. And I, ha- and I can't even fucking, like, get Liam Neeson to fucking, you know, break some fucking heads and get my mom back. Like, you know. See, this is, this is one of those reasons why I don't believe in, in a supreme being. Because, good God, I would fucking be like... Me and Liam would fucking go to heaven and be like, you bring my, I don't know who you are. I want my, I want Nancy back. Like, you know, like whatever I got to do, but that's it. She's, you know, I think, fuck dude, I think tomorrow she's going to be cremated. Like that's the harsh realities. My mom is going to be, my mom did a lot of smoking and, and always had ash land in her lap. And now her lap and the rest of her is going to turn into ash. Like this is, it's so fucked up. She was what she became, what she smoked. Like, one of my friends even jokingly said, like, we should take some of your mom's ashes and, like, put it with some pot. And I'm like, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe. She, she would have gone, gone away pretty easily. You know, I don't know if it would be smooth. For, for what it's worth, I think there's some serious, like, health implications for doing that. So I, my recommendation, too, I is don't, don't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> And there's a lot that I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't. I mean, and for those that are listening to this, we primarily did this because while, yes, I do appreciate every single person, you know, saying they are sad for me and they're sorry for me and, and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't want that to be the next focus for the next couple of weeks. So like next get vocal, I know it's going to come. I know, you know, all of our, all my friends, all of our friends and all of our fans are going to reach out and, and, and be nice. I appreciate you. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's leave it at that. If, if you want to, if you want to reach out to me privately, that's fine. But I, I, you know, I, I need to get vocals and the, and recording to, to either confront my own emotions or how I feel or to focus on something else. But to be, I'm going to be reminded every day. I don't, I don't need anyone else to help me, but you know, I think that's, that's the best I can offer is just let's, you needed to get back to a sense of normalcy. That's what, yeah. Yeah. The, the long short answer of it is yeah. So, but I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. You know, I. It's not the way I wanted to do, but I've missed talking to you. You know. Right. All I could say 
as a final, you know, the, the last, the final words of this episode is if you have a mom, call her, tell her you love her. If you don't have a mom, but you have a dad, do the same thing. If you don't have either, get a fucking cat or something like you know or or hug your loved ones because i am positive in telling you that some people just get snatched you don't get to have a long goodbye you just get to deal with the fact that people go really quickly so love your parents I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com local today.